0: Clip & Climb offers a variety of thrilling and challenging climbing walls suitable for all skill levels. From beginner-friendly walls to bigger challenges, there's something for everyone. It's the perfect activity for families looking to bond and create lasting memories. Children and adults alike can climb side-by-side cheering each other on as they conquer the walls. We also offer an ASN-friendly session and you can view session times on our website. Clip & Climb is also great for group bookings including birthday parties and team building events climbing is not just for kids it's for the young at heart too located in Glasgow's West End and easily accessible by public transport you can book your adventure today glasgolife.org.uk forward slash clip in climb this is Get Active Glasgow brought to you by Glasgow Life discover a sport or activity that helps you lead a
1: healthier life Hi and welcome to Get Active Glasgow brought to you by Glasgow Life and our city's year as European capital of sport. We believe that everyone deserves a great Glasgow life and our mission is to help people enjoy the many benefits that sport and physical activity can bring. This episode is all about trying something new so we'll be finding out all about alternative sports and why these are amazing activities to get involved in. First up we're bouncing off to Sparta Trampoline Club where Scott met their technical director Louise McFarlane.
2: Okay, Louise, let's talk about Sparta Trampoline Club. Where did it all start?
3: Okay, so Sparta Trampoline Club was created in 2015 at Bell Houston. We then managed to get our own facility a few years later. Um, Izzy Milne-Smith, she is the founder of Sparta and I am technical director. I have a personal background in trampolining where I was in the Great Britain team And I was second to World Championships in 2009. So Sparta has a a range of different classes. So everyone's welcome, no matter their age or ability. We have preschool classes, recreational classes, competitive and adult as well. So, I mean, you can come too. Okay, fantastic.
2: (laughs) Okay, how does this help the kids in this community?
3: So um, we think trampolining is the most amazing sport because it feels like flying and it doesn't even feel like exercise. It's... So impactful, and it's just the most amazing sport because you can learn loads of different skills. You can learn somersaults, you can learn doubles, you can learn triple somersaults if you want to, um, or you can come and socialise with your friends. And we have value, our values at Sparta are all about family, friendship, and fitness, um, as well as like fulfilment as well. So we want everyone to come into the club feeling supported, and we're just a great, great vibe in here with our coaches. And we just try and promote the best possible experience. And, I mean, who doesn't have fun on a trampoline? Especially when we're all qualified to teach different skills and just have lots of fun as well.
2: Okay, Ben, what's your best memory of coming to here? I would say how supportive the coaches are. Like, I've had maybe some issues in the past where I've come to them and they're, like, just so supportive that they talk, uh, they talk to you and really, like, help you. Yeah. So that, and, like, it's just a fun environment. Yeah. And then in here, Louise, how many kids have you got?
3: So we are just shy of 400 members, wow. and that's across all of our classes. So our biggest class is Rec, um, and we run classes every single week. And then we have our comp- competitive classes as well, and our comp- kids are just phenomenal going to all sorts of competitions, British nationals, Scottish nationals, and international events as well. But we support everyone, no matter if you're just a beginner or you want to be all the way up to the Olympic pathway, we support everyone Um, doing competitions or just coming for fun.
2: How do people find out about Sparta? Is it word of mouth, social media?
3: Uh, Well, we have social media if you look at just Sparta Champlain Club. Um, We're on Instagram, X and Facebook and TikTok as well because we get some really cool TikToks with kids jumping um, and and adults as well, I should say. Um, So, yeah, um, word of mouth as well. We have an amazing team here. Um, And I just recommend anyone coming to try because it's so much fun. Thank you. Thank you, Louise. Thank you very much. (laughs)
1: This
0: is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Everyone deserves a great Glasgow life. Discover the benefits that sport and physical activity can bring to your life.
1: Still to come on Get Active Glasgow, we're sending Scott off to Glasgow School of Wrestling. But next, we're getting on our bikes to Glasgow BMX Centre. Scott started by asking Stephen all about Movement Park and how they utilise the incredible facilities at Glasgow BMX Centre.
4: Uh, well, I'm, the, I'm currently the founder and CEO of Movement Park, which is a big facility in South Street um, that predominantly uh, teaches urban sports like parkour, skateboarding, roller skating and BMX. And it kind of came out of the legacy for Glasgow 2014.
2: Right. And then, you know, on the back of that, so how have you helped certain communities?
4: Well, this is, this is G14 predominantly, so yeah. a lot of social deprivation. Uh, we work with a lot of the schools in, in the local area, and we, we deliver lots and lots of sessions, lots and lots of projects, and we try and make everything as cheap as possible for our membership.
2: And let's talk about Harrison, who's going to be competing at the World Championships. Mm-hmm. How does that feel having him perform at that level.
4: It's always great to have a role model, isn't it? Kids yeah. always look for something. Um, so, so to have that within your area, and, you know, in Scotland and things like that, then it can only be good. Kids look, look up to them.
2: Okay, Harrison, so let's talk BMX. Why is this your sport?
5: So from an early age, I've always been interested in bikes. Yeah. I've been able to ride them and excel in them. So my dad one day took me to a BMX track and since then I fell in love with it. And I've, it's took me all over the world, all over the UK competing and I've loved every second of it. And how long has that been? I first started to ride and race in 2013. So that's nearly 10 years now and I've never looked back.
2: Ah, good. You've been involved in the sport for so long now. So if some kid was wanting to start BMX for the first time, what would you say to them to encourage them to come along to this facility
5: you just got to go for it man just by looking at it it's brilliant it's looks fun so you just need to come along and try it all ages it's just honestly the community is so well looked at we all look after each other so you will never feel alone there'll always be someone to help so just come along
2: so where would you like to see yourself progress in the sport? What is your main ambition?
5: So um, and I, I'm a part of the Junior BMX Academy Guests, so that's uh, with Team GB. So my main hope is to become a full-time athlete and just do the sport I love for a living.
2: Hi, Warren. Hi, so man. let's talk about this wonderful facility. You know, as a dad, if this wasn't here, where would Harrison's BMX career b
6: um because
2: it is a world-class facility in in our opinion
6: it's probably the best bmx track in the world it is it's been built by the best guys park and ken and yeah it's an amazing facility
2: what would you say to a parent you know their their child's angling i want to try this i want to try this but the parents no it's too dangerous you know you're going to get hurt well i
6: would recommend certainly from my experience that everybody should give it a go it's it's the best sport in the world, I think, it's the only sport in the world or cycling discipline where you can compete at a, from five years old, you can compete at world championship yeah. level. There's no other sport I don't think that I can think of, cycling or, or, or anything else that you can do that. Like I say, we've traveled the world because of it. And yeah. um, you do get some aid and some sponsorship, like Alison's sponsored by a, an English or a British bike manufacturer. Yeah. So he gets a lot of stuff for free of charge. So the yeah. expense can be curtailed if they've got the talent. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend it to everybody. We've got friends all over the country and all over the world because of BMX. Um, yeah, I'm really glad that we've done it. I don't know what we would have been doing for the last 10 years if we, if we hadn't been. Yeah. And it's super accessible as well. So yeah. you've got people for your walks of life. You have got you know the, the high flyers, kids that do it like in every sport, but you've got people, uh, we live in Drum Chapel, you've got people that are you know kind of struggling to get by that yeah. are just as successful in BMX. It's a proper, you know, Yeah equaler or leveler and um, doesn't matter what your background is if you're good on a bike and you train hard and you work hard you, you can be world champion
0: this is get active glasgow brought to you by glasgow life with sports for everyone find the
1: sport that's right for you this episode of Get Active Glasgow is all about trying something new. So now we're going to speak to four individuals who are passionate about niche sports that are becoming more and more popular across Glasgow and further afield. So let's find out more about Corfball, Orienteering, Pickleball and Shinty and why you should consider getting involved.
2: Okay, welcome Richard. So Corfball, how would you describe the, the game itself?
7: Um, most people describe it as a cross between netball and basketball because it's a ball playing sport, but it does have its complete own set of rules. So you have, uh, eight players on your team, four girls and four boys. And the objective is to score a basket. Um, but the game's actually split into two zones. So you have an attacking zone and a defending zone. So you'd have four of your players on one half and four of your players on the other half, both marked by, you know, four players of the other team, two girls and two boys on each half. Girls can only mark girls and boys can only mark boys. And the objective is to score a basket, Um, but you can't move with the ball. So if the defending team's defending you, you can't actually take a shot. That's the main difference between it, between like netball and basketball. But that makes the game really, really, really fast. So you're moving the ball around really, really quickly, trying to get your shot off, trying to get a second goal. So it's a basket sport. It's a bit like netball and basketball mixed together, but it's kind of got its own set of rules that make it really really fun with the attacking and defending zones being the sort of the main difference between the two so it's really fun it's really fast-paced i love the sport um for me it's really fun it's it's um an amazing set of people i would say throughout my whole life now i half of my friends have come from this sport it's an amazing community i i think it's the best community for any sport i've ever played in so if you want to make new friends that's that's probably my biggest thing like everyone here is very friendly there's no pretentious people in this sport everyone's really down to earth and grounded that's the advantage of playing a niche sport you just get such a nice community but then also it's a fun competitive sport so if you want to play at the beginner level that's fine but if you're if you want to get you know play at a high level you can do that too so it's you get both sides of it you can have amazing friends amazing community and play you know for fun or you can come along and you know you know, get a good workout, run around and learn new sports. So for me, don't be hesitant. We're we're really friendly, like friendliest sport in the world, I think, to be honest. We've got a a website, Twitter and, um, uh, you know, Instagram. So we just uh, Google Glasgow Corporal. We've got um, on Meetup, we put our sessions up on there. And it's basically just come along to a session.
2: Welcome Alison. Can you explain the the basic principles of orienteering? So what actually is involved?
8: Standard orienteering map and a compass are your only kind of tools to get you from point A to point B. Uh, So think of it a little bit like a cross-country course, except that there's no course actually laid out. There are only certain checkpoints out on the area and you have to go and find each of those checkpoints in order as fast as possible
2: if you wanted to get something new involved in the sport how would you persuade them that orienteering is the greatest sport out there
8: I think for me it's the challenge like it's the challenge of not knowing the course so you can show up to the same area again and again and unlike say park run where you're running the same circuit every week it's a new challenge so, I think if someone is looking for a way to be outdoors, a way to be active, maybe something also to go and do as a family, orienteering is probably a lot more accessible to those kind of goals. And it has also brought me to a ton of really cool places. Um, so, I know we're talking about kind of Scotland here, but there's huge events um, across Europe. I've been racing all over the US. Um, so, I think. It's a way to take a hobby or a sport and also do some really incredible traveling just because there was different places to race. And, you know, some of my favorite uh, locations are up in the Highlands, but not your standard Loch Ness or all that. Like we're going up to Loch Va this weekend. Not many people probably know where that is. And it's stunning. I think it's that balance of come and try something because it's new every time and it's a good day out.
2: Welcome, morning. Let's talk about
7: pickleball. What is it?
9: Pickleball is a fusion of tennis, badminton, and table tennis. It's played on a badminton court, usually, because badminton courts are the same size as a pickleball court. It's played with a lowered net, which is a net maybe about 36 inches high, played with a wiffle ball. Okay, which is plastic and holes in it so it travels through the air, and a paddle which looks like an oversized table tennis bat.
2: If we were got somebody brand new, how would you persuade them to make pickleball their sport rather than another racket sport?
9: I would invite them to come along and try pickleball. We have many players who have been in previous sports, whether it's Tennis, badminton, squash, you know, volleyball, basketball, football. It doesn't matter if, if you know, if you like sport or you just think you want to get active, then, you know, come along to a beginner session or there are often various taster sessions run perhaps throughout, throughout Scotland and also um, run at the Glasgow clubs. Come along to a taster session, see if you like it, all the equipment's provided. See if you like it, and if you like it, then come along to a beginner session. You'll then get better, and then you can decide that I want to continue to play socially, or alternatively, no, I'm I'm quite a competitive person, and I want to get competitive. And there's there's various uh, there's there's coaching available as well. Um, so so there, there's no reason for people not to maybe give it a go, try it, see what see how you feel, um, and I, I, probably I would say that the majority of people that try it. Like it, want
2: to play more. Welcome, Gary. Can you just give us a brief overview of how Shinty is played and how?
10: Yeah, sure. So, at a very basic level, it's a field sport. Um, it's played on a pitch, which, and, and I'll not try and quote the dimensions of it because I'll get it wrong. But it's it's not far shy of one and a half to two times the length of a football pitch, and about as wide as a football pitch is long. Uh, it's 12 a side um, and played over 90 minutes um, aim of the game is, is basically to outscore your opponents uh, you score only via scoring goals um, so not like hurling or something like that, that other folk may have seen where you can put balls over the bar you only score via scoring goals it's a stick and ball game so you play with a stick which is in Gaelic called a caman. you can hit the ball off of Both sides of the stick, a wee bit unlike sort of field hockey. Uh, And the ball is kind of a cork center wrapped in string and then and then bound with leather. Um, So it has an appearance almost of like a baseball, but with the rim of it sewed on the outside rather than on the inside. The game itself is 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 probably more ground-based than hurling, which people may have seen, but more aerial than hockey. Somewhere in between that, the aim is to get more people involved with Shinty. So,
2: we're trying to sell Shinty to a hundred people. What are you going to say to that hundred people to bring them in and make them part of your
10: club? So, I think there's the obvious things, isn't there, around the benefits of participating in sport. Um, so, in terms of your physical fitness, I think it's something that you know is. Shinty demands an awful lot. It demands a real mix of being able to be cardiovascularly fit and active, but also it needs strength. Um, and and, it, and it's a fantastic sport for that. I think there's really given the size of the pitch that I mentioned earlier, <laughs> there's it's, it's a pretty grueling game over ninety minutes. You know, and you, you can cover a fair bit of ground. I think in terms of the hand-eye coordination that it requires, it's it's totally unique. There's not many other sports out there that have that mix of of the physical fitness element of it, but also that real sort of high degree of skill that you need to be able to balance this wee tiny ball and control it with a stick. Uh, and, it, and it's it's really quite, when you see it played at a really good level, it's, it's quite impressive to watch. There's obviously the mental health benefits of playing sport and i think that's something that obviously extends for all sports the exercise element of things is, is is good for folk but i think the thing that's probably unique about shinty is that there's a real kind of collective social aspect to it so none of these guys like go and none of these guys and girls are going to play shinty every saturday nobody's doing it because they get paid for it nobody's doing it because they've got aspirations of getting paid for it in future you're purely doing it because you really love playing the game and it's a, an enormous part of it for me in particular is is the social side of things. I think there's there's people that I've known since I started playing that I still see every Saturday and twice a week at training and and they kind of grow to become sort of lifelong friends and and I think that's something that is quite unique about Shinte um is that it's it's a in some regards quite a small community. so you meet people who you will know for a very long time if you continue to be involved in it and it and it's absolutely fantastic. I've met a whole host of people who I would never, ever have met before. I've, I've been on trips away that I would never have got the chance to go and take part in. Um, and it's really opened a lot of doors. And, and, and I think that's probably the one thing that I found about Shinty versus any other sport really is that there is a real strong sort of social connection that goes alongside it that you don't often have with with other sports. So. So that would be kind of my my pitch, I suppose, if you give me a couple of minutes to describe it.
0: This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Discover a sport or activity that helps you lead a healthier life.
1: Now we're looking at a sport that you've probably never been involved in wrestling. We sent Scott over to Glasgow School of Wrestling where he met wrestling coach Ravy Davy and his class of up and coming wrestlers. Scott started off by asking Ravy Davy what ages they have wrestling classes for.
11: So, uh, to the boys and girls and age groups. We have three different age groups at the club. We have five to eleven year olds. We have twelve to fifteen, and then also we obviously have our adults. Our adults is actually right now the quietest classes we have, which I get because there's a lot of wrestling schools in Scotland for adults, so it's not as so that's probably a bit more of a competitive market for us. Whereas as kids, we must have at least 150 kids signed up to the school. I <laughs> know uh, there is a lot. Of, so obviously wrestling is more of a predominantly male. Sport, not a male sport, but a lot. It's a lot more, a lot more young boys like wrestling than young girls. But we do have a lot of girls that come to the school. Uh, we have about five or six in the five to eleven year old class. We've got two in our twelve to fifteen year old class. We've only got two girls in our adult class, but we'll get more eventually. But as I'm saying, uh, the fact the girls give just as good as the the, the boys get. I mean, the girls also enjoy. We've actually got one girl who doesn't even like wrestling, doesn't watch wrestling. Like that. She just comes for the social aspect. Okay, Danny. So. Why wrestling?
1: I've been following wrestling since I was younger and I decided to join the wrestling school.
2: How long have you been involved with the wrestling school here?
1: Since October, since it started.
2: Yeah, and you know, for yourself, if this wasn't here, how would that impact on your life outside of here?
1: Well, I get bullied a lot in school and stuff and I wanted to find a way to prove that I'm more than what they think I'm. So if wrestling school wasn't here, then... I probably
2: wouldn't really be anything in the school. Okay, Ross. <laughs> if this wasn't here. How would this impact on yourself and the kids' lives? This wasn't here. I probably wouldn't be involved in wrestling, to be honest. Yeah.
6: Because yeah, um, before this joined, my confidence in wrestling wasn't wasn't good at all, and it's been built up dramatically in here. Yeah. And
2: some of the kids, um, I'm not sure where they'd be. Probably, probably still at home playing the games. Okay, okay, then if this school wasn't here,
10: how do you think this would impact on your life? Oh, I would still be the same boat. Um, see, like before the wrestling school, I never left the house. I was a yeah. boy who literally never left the house and I, for like two years before the wrestling school started. So I was like, uh, I, I was, didn't have any pals, uh, didn't have any fitness in my life. I've lost so much weight since I started this, and just if the wrestling school was like this, I don't think I could have been, I think I would still be in the house. Yeah. So this wrestling school would have blessing. No, absolutely.
2: Right. And, you know, over the time being here, who's been inspirational oh, for yourself?
10: There's a couple of people people, Xander, of course, Ravey Rave um and like, just really all the coaches that have, they're all just really inspirational, like uh, Big Ross and that. Like I just love, I just like love. I, I, I love them all. kids they've all helped me so much. Yeah.
0: This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Everyone deserves a great Glasgow life. Discover the benefits that
1: sport and physical activity can bring to your life. So that's almost it for this episode of Get Active Glasgow. No matter who you are, there's lots of new and exciting sports you can get involved in right here in Glasgow. If you want to find out about any of the activities featured here on Get Active Glasgow, then visit glasgolife.org.uk forward slash ECOS. Glasgow is the European capital of sport for 2023, celebrating all things sport and physical activity in the city and encouraging you to get active. Join us next time on Get Active Glasgow Podcast when we'll be looking at how sport and physical activities across Glasgow is changing lives. And remember, let's get active, Glasgow!
0: everyone in Glasgow to live an active Glasgow life if you're inspired by the fantastic sports and activities in this episode and want to get active then head over to the Glasgow Life Activity Finder there are around 500 weekly opportunities and 400 sports organisations delivering 60 different sports and activities get active Glasgow and visit glasgolife.org.uk forward slash find activity to find
10: the activity for you